This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Guys of Minnesota sports flowing in their veins. Mackie and Judd on Score North and ScoreNorth.com. And welcome in to another movie review with Mackie and Judd here, which you can find now on the Score North YouTube channel. And also, we have a separate podcast feed for all of our movie reviews we've done going back to the spring of 2020. You can just search movie reviews with Mackie and Judd. Apple, Spotify, give us a five-star rating and a positive review if you could to help spread the word about these glorious movie reviews. It started off with Action Movie Rewind back in the day and then Sports Movie Rewind. We mixed in Rom-Com Rewind, and that's where we land here today, gentlemen. In the last week, we have all seen the cinematic spectacular extravaganza that is Barbie, and we're going to dive deep into uh, what's going to be a billion-dollar movie at the box office, which I think there's only been like $50 billion movies ever at the box office. Movies are back. The theater's back now. Dude, Oppenheimer, Indiana Jones. Awesome to see. So many fun things this time. Tom Cruise film, right? There's a Mission Impossible out? Yep, Mm -hmm. Mission Impossible. It's the first of like kind of a two-part chapter here. I like movies. So we'll give you the summary information. We'll give our statements, and then we'll do our... uh, our ranking categories here. If you are new to movie reviews with Mackie and Judd, first of all, before I dive into this, how was your guys theater experience for this? This was maybe only like the third movie I've seen since theaters opened up. Top Gun Maverick was the first one last summer. Mm -hmm. It was packed. It was a blast. People were cheering. Like I had a really, really good time and it makes me want more big movies to come out. I went to Edina. The new, um, or it's not new, the old theater that's been redone has a super cool bar upstairs now, 50th in France, and um, it was awesome. It was filled, but the chairs are like recliners, 
Um, yeah. So, 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 like, so like you can, re- yeah, it was, unbel- yeah. it was, it was just phenomenal. The experience was outstanding. Yeah. My theater was pretty packed and then keep in mind, I saw it, uh, late Tuesday night and it's been out for what, two, three weeks now. And I would yeah. say that the theater that I saw it in at an eight thirty Tuesday night show, a pretty obscure time to see a movie was about 90% full. Um, and it was great. Yeah. I, I've seen Top Gun Maverick. Uh, I saw the new bond in theaters when that mm. came out, uh, now like two years ago. And then, I mean, I, I love, I am a candy guy. I don't love chocolate. So I get the largest icy imaginable and I get a thing of Twizzlers and I'm, I'm set, man. I am wow. okay. So what's your go-to snack in a movie theater? Well, now it's a beer. Um, it used to be popcorn, <laughs> but the problem is the problem is that popcorn is I mean, it's great, but it's so bad for, for you that I try and stay away. Cause if I start, I can't stop like popcorn yeah. is a, a weakness for me. So it's I mean, so you can get it like, it's funny. Cause you, there's really no middle ground. They're moving right. so fast. You either get it without butter or with butter. You can't really say like, could you go a little easy on the butter? They're right. saying, yeah. All right, buddy. And they're just pumping butter in there. And once you start, there ain't no stopping that train. Yeah, I just kind of commit, like, I need the buttery popcorn. If I'm, I'm going to go to three movies a year, I need the buttery popcorn. And maybe, like, some, uh, you guys are going to probably think this is disgusting. I love Raisinets. Oh, God. The what chocolate-covered raisins. Oh, so God. good. I said, to my, I said to my mother-in-law yesterday, future mother-in-law, it's like, who the hell would get Raisinets at a movie theater? This guy right here. You would. You would. Really? I saw them sitting there. So you're, you're out. You're, so you're kind of in, but not fully in on Raisinets. I'm kind, yeah, I... I'm actually far more repulsed, and I don't know why, by by the colored candies, like the reds and the dots, that type type of thing, because they're so chewy, they get stuck in your teeth, too. That's my thing with milk duds. I love the taste of milk duds, but it like you, it feels like your jaw's going to fall out halfway and through the movie, your, yeah? and, and it coats your mouth, because it's got a lot of stuff in your eyes, yes. And you're like, who got a toothpick? And then a toothpick, yeah. it's like you're like eating chiseling away. Yeah, now you now you stab your gum with a toothpick and you can't pay attention. It's now you're bleeding all over. So, anyways, uh, now that you got your snacks, you're in the theater and the credits are rolling. It's time for Barbie, and here is the information: to live in Barbie Land is to be a perfect being in a perfect place, unless you have a full-on existential crisis. That is, or unless you're a Ken. I'm just Ken. I love that. Yeah, great tune. 88% on Rotten Tomatoes. The critics' consensus on Rotten Tomatoes says Barbie is a visually dazzling comedy whose meta humor is smartly complemented by subversive storytelling. Yep. A $145 million budget that so far in only three weeks has turned into $811 million at the box office. Just insanely successful. Starring Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, Will Ferrell, Kate McKinnon, America Ferreira, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae, Rhea Perlman, John Cena made a cameo in this movie. There's other stars yep. too. John Cena, by the way, asked to be in this movie. Apparently, he like really just wanted to be in this movie. So okay, that makes sense. So here's a couple other production notes for you guys, and then we can deliver our statements. A live action Barbie film was announced in September of 2009 by Universal Pictures 14 years ago. Really? D- development began in April of 2014 when Sony Pictures acquired the film rights following multiple writer and director changes and the casting of Amy Schumer and then later Anne Hathaway as Barbie. The rights were transferred to Warner Brothers in October of 2018 and then Margot Robbie was cast in 2019. 
I'm I'm having deja vu. I remember when I I remember hearing when Schumer was first going to do this like ten years ago. That rings a bell. That does yeah. ring a bell. So so she actually was very involved in like rewriting and crafting the script for this movie way back in the day, and uh, I guess she had like differences in opinion with the studio or the director about what the movie's tone should be. Yeah. So so she had like creative differences that prevented her from staying on this movie, but. I think, first of all, Margot Robbie is incredible in this movie. And she's, mm-hmm. you know, she can do any accent in any movie. She's one of the best actresses, I think, of the last, like, 10 years. It's hard to imagine this movie with anyone else but Margot Robbie. But Amy, an Amy Schumer version would have been probably hilarious, but totally different, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. yeah I so. feel like Bar- Barbie would have sworn a lot if Amy Schumer had yeah. done it or something. <laughs> like, it would have she been wouldn't a different... be stereotypical Barbie. Yeah, that's right. It'd be, a tip, it'd be a completely different type yes. of Barbie. Yeah, it's still gonna instead, be funny, but it'd be a little bit more off color. Instead of it being kind of a so like a tongue in cheek social commentary on like yeah. patriarchy versus matriarchy, it would have been like she's the janky Barbie or something that yes. you know. Uh, Margot Robbie said that she actually initially wanted Gal Gadot to play Barbie in the film, but Gadot was unavailable due to scheduling conflicts. And then here's another note uh, from Fran Drescher, who is the what the president of the guild, right? That's on strike. Yeah. The studios apparently duped the actors guild into delaying their strike by 12 days. They said, Hey, let's, let's negotiate for 12 more days really, so that they could promote movies like Barbie and Oppenheimer a little bit longer. <laughs> so those are your production notes. All right, let's start with Judd here. What is your first statement about the movie Barbie? So this goes back to, we were at a movie, uh, what did we see? I, I forget, a few months ago, and I saw the preview for this, and I thought, I'm out, no thanks. Wow. Um, but my statement is this. This film is incredibly smart. It is, what makes this film special is the fact that it, has, it within itself, can appeal to so many different um, people of different ages, can appeal to both genders for very different reasons but i feel like this film does a great job and and plus there's just a flat out toy angle that is just beyond genius as far as trying to sell toys now from mattel who who allowed themselves to look foolish but for a very good purpose but i thought that the smarts of this film was off the charts now if you're a kid it is probably still fun but there is definitely an undertone or just basically there is the ability in the script that appeals to adults too. And I think that this film is about as well done as you could possibly do a project like this. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh, like the, like the meta humor in this movie was hilarious. Just the mm-hmm. little, you know, there's that scene where, uh, where Ken Ryan Gosling, the Ryan Gosling, Ken goes up to Barbie and he says, I was thinking maybe, uh, maybe I could come over tonight. And she's like, sure. But, to do what? And he's like, I guess I don't really know because no, yeah. they don't have genitals. Yeah, <laughs> it's, yeah. Like dolls. it's like that type of stuff. There's all these just hilarious little one-liners and stuff. There's stuff that kids really wouldn't sort of get, but ad- adults do, and, right. and it makes it hilarious. Yep. Yeah, yeah. All right, keep going. Definitely. All right. Uh, perfectly casted roles for Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. They, there is not a more quintessential Barbie and Ken in <laughs> all of Hollywood than Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling. Uh, Both of these people are perfect. I cannot imagine this film 
by anyone else. And I loved um, the scene where she's having a little bit of a nervous breakdown up with Kate McKinnon. And I believe it's Helen Mirren, right? Who's narrating the film. Yeah. Helen, yes. yeah. And, and you know, they say note to the actors, maybe don't cast Margot Robbie for this scene when they're you know, yes, talking about Barbie not looking comes pretty. In. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it, it's true. It's like, she's the perfect by default. And maybe even for all the wrong reasons too, she's the perfect role for quintessential Barbie, dude. I, I, I like Margot Robbie. I wouldn't like, I have a ton of respect for her. I will say, I don't like love a lot of her movies, but I think she's an incredible actress. Um, and she is the perfect Barbie and Ken is great. I mean, the, the six pack abs that we talked about on purple daily a few days ago, his singing, his dancing, his acting. It is perfect, dude. I want to look up actually, uh, what, where can I look up the Ryan Gosling diet for Barbie real quick? I'm just going to Google this. Cause we talked go- about this. On- I Googled it and I found the entire thing from his diet to his workout plan. Yeah. And I, and I got tired looking at it. It's insane. So this is from uh man of mm-hmm. And it starts with like intermittent fasting, his workout regime included. So this is, let's see here. God, this is the second time I've gone to an article and instead of giving us a list, it just gives us a bunch uh, knee strike bridges, crunch and punch, ab scissors, kicks, traditional bodybuilding and split program five days a week for an hour and a half of strength building. Uh, two non-consecutive days of rest, Pilates and core-based workouts, squats and pull-ups, ballet and gymnastics, and some Muay Thai training. That's just yep. the workout side of it. Yep. And then he was just like, his diet was completely stripped down. This is like the second or third movie, though, where he literally looks like he has painted on, well, they make the joke in Crazy Stupid Love. Yes. He's like, my God, are you, you Photoshopped? Are you Photoshopped? <laughs> looks like you're Photoshopped. <laughs> but if someone told you, hey, you have to do this for like a year and a half, and then you're going to go make $25 million filming a movie. Right. Could you do all of these things and basically eat like kale and intermittent fast for a year and a half? Like Ryan. I think Austin the workout does. would kill me. I think I would well, you'd, die you'd during. Ease in, you'd ease into it, right? You wouldn't just do all these. You wouldn't just do all of these on the first day. I think I'd die. No. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, don't, I don't think I could do it. I mean, I'm not kidding. I don't think I could do it. Declan, right, you're, you're young. Could you do it? Hell no. I'm not doing okay. this. No, I like I like food and I like drinking and I like being a POS. There's no chance I'm eating kale and not doing all that intermediate fasting. I mean, it's no, 25 no. million, but I just couldn't do it. No, can't no. do it. Can't do it. Okay, my first statement is this is one of the most brilliantly marketed movies of all time. This is you know, aside from like Star Wars and Marvel movies where people wait in, in lines all day and they dress up like Chewbacca and whatever, <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a movie theater this packed with people dressed to go to the movie, right? Including it's my insane. wife on Sunday. Yeah. My mother-in-law was upset I did not wear any pink to this. Yeah. And then I was forced to take a picture with her in the box at the movie theater. So those photos. Oh, Don tried to get me in the box. I said, no way. Yeah. I said no way, but she she actually ordered on Amazon a twenty five dollar Barbie T shirt and wore a pink jacket. And yes, feels exactly right. Yeah, like think about like just even putting those like Barbie boxes at theaters and having I don't know. So we went to the St. Anthony Main Theater in Minneapolis, mm-hmm. and the whole and I don't know. It's the first time I've been there since they reopened it. Yep. So they either painted the whole interior pink for Barbie, or it was just pink because it's pink, but you see all these theaters that 
even like the Google takeovers. When you Google like Ryan Gosling and Margot Robbie, like those pages are all just pink and Barbie themed and stuff. Right. So I just I just don't know if I can remember a movie outside of like the comic movies or Star Wars that had this many people fired up, dressing up, you know, people taking pictures with the, the Barbie signs and everything, cheering during the movie. Uh, people don't dress up like James Bond. You know, like right. people don't like wear right. suits to movies, but they but they dress up in pink for Barbie, and it's crazy. The box is incredible. The toy box is so smart. Mm-hmm. The life size toy box that that is genius because there there were people of every age group, yeah, going in. But I told Don I ain't doing that. I said, yeah, I'll go to the wow. film. In fact, I'm looking forward to it, but I ain't going in that box. Why we needed a Judd picture in the Barbie box? Because yeah. what, what, what would have happened is she would have you from like, well, that's where I'm drawing the line at making fun of myself is the Barbie box. <laughs> I just didn't want, I didn't want to go in the Barbie box. Sorry, oh, you're perpetuating some of the stereotypes that exist in this movie by not going well, yeah. in the Barbie box. That's right? why. I that's why the movie was good because the stereotypes are part, you know, are partially at least true. Um, my next statement is this: because this was not like a really short film, but this film transitioned at times perfectly because there were times when it's like this is getting pretty preachy and bang they'd be off of it the the insertion of the gosling and the ken musical number was genius it was good but more importantly it was sort of tracking in a path of this is getting a little bit preachy right now right because like i don't want the movie at its core was fun um but i thought that they did a great job of of basically segmenting the film to switch around so it never just appealed to one group if that makes sense yeah and it wasn't like can we talk about the preachy thing for a second here because you know you hear all these i don't want to like get political here but you hear people you know this movie is political or whatever i was on in fact our guy tom bernard you and i make appearances on his morning show and tom can be kind of a grizzle guy and and I said, he, he was mentioning that he couldn't watch the twins last Sunday. I said, you know, I didn't either because I went to Barbie. And he was like, you went to Barbie? I would never see that. It's too political. And I was like, no, it's a movie for one. It's shining a light on, and if we're being honest, like, look at the history of this country and the world. Like, it's a largely a patriarchy. Male presidents and male CEOs and stuff. It makes fun of both sides, too. Correct. Yes. It's showing you this is That's what life thing. would be like if women kind of kind of ran things right. in this Barbie way. And this is what it's like with Will Ferrell leading the male, you know, uh, executive boardroom. And so I don't know, man, like people getting offended by this movie. I just think they need to take a chill pill. That's so so not not to uh, drop in spoilers, but there is a part where the Kens get aggressive against each other. That is making fun of how women treat women. Like that whole thing was a spoof on the fact that they often don't get along. So like this way, it went both ways. There was no, like I didn't say, man, as a male, I feel put down. They basically what they're saying is human beings have a lot of problems, but they do it in in a fun way. So I had, I'm with you. I did not walk out. Like, well, that was a statement. I walked out like it made you think a little bit for sure, but it was but it was not trying to make a statement anti women or men, in my opinion. Yeah, I didn't get that either. And I saw the political discourse that was like taking taking place with this movie. And I kind of was like, what is it? All right. So what's going to happen? I kind of I know what this movie is probably going to be about. But I walked out of that theater thinking that was just a fun movie. Like, why do we why do we have to like polarize it as 
it's just uh it's it's trying to put men down and and it and you're a bad person for being a man and stuff i was like i had i had no takeaway from that film unless you like have this really insecure fragile mindset like that's the only way that you would think that your masculinity was being challenged in the real world i also want to go back judd you mentioned like a minute ago you apologize for a potential spoiler I would just say that if you are 20 minutes into a Barbie movie review right now, there will be spoilers here. So spoilers. I just don't want to give away too don't much, though. Like, I don't need to talk no, pe- about exactly why. Who's listening to this 20 minutes in that hasn't seen the movie, though? That's my... Or that... Oh, you my never God. Know? I, I, I realize now that I haven't seen this movie. You never know. I'm trying to help people out. I'm trying to... Cut, we, can you give, know? we can give spoilers here. So this is a, Still in a safe space. This is Tom Bernard. Can't get enough of sports talk with Phil Mackey and Judd Zolgad? Tune in to the new Tom Bernard Show podcast Monday through Friday as Phil and Judd join me to discuss the latest sports headlines and whatever else comes to mind. Just download the Tom Bernard Show app wherever you get your podcasts or visit TomBernardShow.com. It's another way to get more from me and Judd talking sports and having fun with Tom, and it's all at your fingertips. Download the Tom Bernard Show app now and join the conversation. Uh, I think my favorite character in this movie is Alan. I loved Michael Sarah's <laughs> character, yeah. dude. Alan, she's up. And and I Great. know that there are there's a lot of um like Barbie uh, um not trivia facts, but there's historical Barbie figures that go way over my head as as you can probably guess. Uh, someone who didn't play with Barbie. Alan's um, one but, of them. But Alan's one of them, and I loved his character. <laughs> Marge. He was perfect. He's not he's not Ken, but he's just like kind of caught in this funny limbo land. And Sarah, uh, we talked, we, we were texting late last night when I got out of the theater, and Judd said it too. Like, Michael Sarah doesn't miss. Um, I know he's actually a very weird man in person, and basically, his, I don't know if you guys have seen Molly's game, the poker game. Phil, you yeah. probably have seen Molly's game, yeah. right? Uh, like, that, that is uh, Michael Sarah's character on there is also really good. Um, but I loved his character in that entire film, man. He is probably my favorite one throughout the entire movie. The end with him is one of the funniest things I've ever seen <laughs> where he's a really big, where he's supposedly just this terrible person. Yes. Yes. He is. I, I don't think I've ever seen him in a role and been like, Ooh, that wasn't good. It's almost always at least at, at the very least worth a laugh. So yes. So Alan. I found on the, the Barbie fandom wiki website, Oh, nice. yep. They have a history of all these, all the Barbies that you saw in the movie, like pregnant Barbie, like some of these cast off Barbies. They were real Barbies going back to the 60s. So Alan was named after the son-in-law of Mattel co-founder Ruth Handler. The first Alan doll was released in 1964, and he was marketed as Ken's buddy who could also fit into Ken's clothes. Ken and Alan, just buddies who share clothes together. But Ken's the cool one. Let's make very sure of that. <laughs> The wedding day Allen doll was him on his wedding day. He was marrying Barbie's friend Midge. The doll was also part of the wedding party that Midge gift set. <laughs> and and Midge got pregnant, right? Yes, Midge oh, okay. and Allen were. And then they dolls got rid together. of Midge. Yep. that's hilarious. That's real. They're <laughs> like, let's have a pregnant yes. Barbie. So Allen and his pregnant wife Midge, and then and then uh, Barbie and Ken. So I think I think my favorite like story there's a bunch of like sort of sub stories in this movie is when Ken realizes as he leaves Barbie world for the real world and they finally emerge into like you know California whatever and he he's there for maybe a half hour and he realizes oh men are treated with respect I was asked for the time yeah, that's he, a great scene he starts to realize that like 
men kind of run things here. This is great. I'm going to go to a bookstore and buy books about cars. And he gets obsessed with, like, the cowboy and horse history of the country and stuff. And then there's that scene where, and this is where, again, like, if you're offended by this, there's a shred of truth, if not more than a shred of truth. When he's talking to that guy and says something, he's, I, I'm paraphrasing here because I don't have the exact line, but he says something like, hi, I like a high-paying, influential job with a big title. You know, yeah. what experience do you have? Not much. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a man. And from a woman's perspective, like, that's historically not as much now maybe as like 50 years ago, but that's kind of how it is. So if you can't kind of laugh at that, okay, yeah, there's some, there's definitely some truth to that then. Huh. Go watch a different movie, I guess. All right, right. back to Judd. I've got one more, and that is this. The re the scenes with Rhea Perlman, who, who of course uh, is, I believe, still married to Danny DeVito and was on Cheers yep. as a as Carla, who was this roughneck. The scenes with her actually caused me to well up a little bit. Wow, they were they were so sweet, and and her character was such a one eighty to what Carla was. But I actually thought that when Barbie is in the Mattel building and you know is trying to run away from the executives and goes in that back room on like the 17th floor and Rhea Perlman's got her like kitchen back there. I just thought that was really, really well done. And what I really liked about it was it was a really good way to incorporate part of a different storyline as well that you didn't expect. Like, like that was scene was sort of weird, but it was really, really good. I thought, um, but yeah, there, there are definitely, I wouldn't call them emotional, but there are definitely a few really tender things about sort of people in general that I thought was really good. And I thought that Rhea Perlman was outstanding in that role. How about this? This uh, the cycle of Judd and Barbie is the first time he saw a preview. He's like, nope. no chance. Well, I'm the ever preview gonna looks so and he gets about halfway so through and he's like, oh, my God, I'm crying. This is crazy. <laughs> Because it looked well, it just looked so stupid at first. But they they did again. They did a great job of incorporating different things. It was a. I really think at the end of the day, it was an intelligent film. It was yeah. It was a very intelligent, very intelligent. Uh, Yeah, last one for me, and it would just be. I thought this movie ended perfectly. The 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 ending scene to where she just she she walks in here thinking like all right, so she's gonna apply for a job like no, she's actually gonna go to her gynecologist. Like I thought it was just I thought it was just brilliant to end it just like that. Barbie Um, two baby, it's coming up. You know it's coming up. It'll be a sequel. It has to be right. Yeah. Um, but I I love the ending. I liked yeah to Judd's point. It was kind of a sweet little way of whatever you want to be, you can be Barbie. And I liked how they ended Ken's kind of arc throughout the movie. I thought it was wrapped up perfectly it was not it wasn't cheesy it wasn't over the top it wasn't ridiculous i thought they ended it perfectly and then that end scene too yeah where she walks into her gynecologist's office i thought was perfect i thought it was a perfect ending to this movie yeah i was trying to think like what is she God, is she applying for a job is she right. like yeah you know what is she doing and then boom yeah the movie's over it was fantastic uh, my only last thing for you guys before we get to the the category rankings is more of a question so you had the Barbie dream house that she lived in and all the Barbies lived in. And then when the men took over and made it a patriarchy, God. then they had the, uh, the Kendom. They called it instead of the it kingdom. Was hilarious. The Kendom, right? Yes. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious. And there's just beer in the fridge. And he asks Barbie to go get him a beer at one point. Brewski. A brewski? Give me yeah. a brewski. Figure what it was. So if you could build a, a male version like your own your own Judd kingdom or your own Dex kingdom, what would you have to have in your own 
dream house? Um, well, number one, I love the fact how they, when they turn the Ken kingdom into this, cause this is a total guy move house. I once lived with upwards of six guys in a college house. And did you notice how, when it's Ken kingdom and it's at night and they're all like contemplating what they're going to do to take over Ken kingdom, every room has a TV in it. Cause that's yeah. a total guy move to have like 12 TVs in a house for six people. Yep. I love that. Um, I would have, I would definitely have, I would love a little like par three chipping thing. That's I would a, love that. Yeah. I need, I a, need a golf one of those. Of some kind. Yeah. I love that he had a driver. You his, house. Yeah. I love, I love how he had a driver in his belt. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Gosling did. Uh, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm trying to think here. Like I would for sure want the chipping thing. Um, I don't, I don't know. His don't know line. His line at the end about the small fridge too. Oh, they're yeah. so small because yeah. he couldn't fit enough <laughs> beers in there. It was just outstanding because he's a thousand percent right. I have a small fridge in my home studio here, and the first Too month small. I had like Lacroix and some snacks and stuff. Like, there's been nothing in it for three months. I feel like everyone has a small fridge, or everyone that has a small fridge, you don't use it nearly as no. much as you think you would. You just no. use your real fridge, right? Exactly. So, all right, let's get to the uh, the categories here. Presented by our friends. By the way, if you want to look like Ken, maybe you should talk to our friends at Livia, Judd. And they can help you do that. And they can not only help you do that, but they can help you keep the weight off as well. That's right, because this is a program that I guarantee you, I guarantee it, it's going to work. It worked for me. It's worked for a ton of uh, Score North listeners and Viewers, it's going to work for you, too. And the good day, the good news is Livia Days have arrived. The best deal of the summer. Join today. Get 50% off your personalized program. Lose 10 pounds or more in the first two weeks. Voted Minnesota's best weight loss program year after year. 855-GO-LIVIA. Livia, L-I-V-E-A dot com. This is a program that works and at which you don't have to be scared of a workout program because the Livia folks are going to help you shed those pounds. All right. We've got two different ranking categories here. The first one is the definitive relationship rankings. This is going to be an interesting one because it's one of the most prominent and famous relationships in history. It's Barbie and Ken. Yeah, especially so third. Yeah. The criteria is chemistry. So we're looking for sort of a combination of chemistry between the characters, but also chemistry between the actress and the actor. And to this point of the, like, 17 or 18 different rom-coms we've reviewed. Only one perfect 10, but it was Ryan Gosling. It was Jacob and Cal from Crazy Stupid Love. And then Hitch and Sarah are number two from the movie Hitch. Noe and Al- uh, Noah and Allie from The Notebook, tied with Joe Fox and Kathleen Kelly from You've Got Mail, tied with Ben Barry and Andy Anderson from How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. So uh, on a 1 to 10... How would you rate the chemistry between Barbie and Ken and Margot Robbie and uh, Ryan Gosling? Well, first of all, I'm going to give this a, a higher ranking than I did um, Gosling and McAdams. Okay. In the notebook, because I actually think the chemistry here was better than that. I, I know that you guys don't necessarily agree with me. Um, it's interesting. Their chemistry, so their chemistry as actors was really good. The chemistry between them as their characters what, because they were dolls, presented some problems. But I'm going to give it a seven. I'm going to okay. give it a seven. I thought for what they were going for, I, I'm going to I'm going to give them a little bit of grace here because it wasn't supposed to be like a love story between two humans. I think it worked out pretty well. Both were really really good. I'm going to give them a seven. Uh, I will give it a nine. Wow. 
I think it, I think it's a nine. And to Judd's point, they have to play dolls. So like that hilarious kiss scene where he like leans in and it's like he's basically kissing her, but they're not kissing. Um, and he's like, "Wow, that was amazing." Um, I thought their chemistry throughout the whole thing was really good. And also, I mean, Ken's character takes this like evil turn. He takes the heel turn midway through once he realizes he can start his own type of world. Um, and then I loved their ending at the end that like it's not that Ken gets the girl or vice versa. It's that Ken can just be Ken and Barbie can just be Barbie. Um, yes, they're two incredible actors, so that also helps. But I, I would say it's a 9 out of 10. It's a 9 for me too, man. It was, it was creative. It was clever. You know, Gosling can just kind of be with anyone on screen, and Margot Robbie is, can just play, like, any character. She's become just an incredible character actress. So uh, it's, a, it's a 9 for me. Let's go to the uh, – that. by the way, that ties it. Uh, that's an 8.3 aggregate between the three of us. So it ties it for third place with The Notebook, You've Got Mail, and How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, the main couples from, from those. So now we're just looking for a 1 to 10 ranking for how entertaining this movie was, the entertainment value ranking. The only 10 we've given out is Crazy Stupid Love. There's three nines or higher, Forgetting Sarah Marshall, Hitch, and 10 Things I Hate About You. And then the rest of the rankings go like this. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, The Notebook, You've Got Mail, Jerry Maguire, While You Were Sleeping, and Sleepless in Seattle, all above a 7. What Women Want, 51st Dates, Fever Pitch, She's Out of My League, Sweet Home Alabama, all between 6 and 7. And then uh, the two worst ones we've reviewed, both at 5.3, are The American President and My Best Friend's Wedding. So we'll start with Judd. How entertaining was this movie on a 1 to 10 scale? Uh, Both the stars were outstanding. Greta Gerwig continues to deliver great films. She's just fantastic. I'm going to give it a 10. Whoa! I'm going to give it a 10. It was, was, look, I went in with no expectation and was blown away with how how they did a perfect job, I thought, of appealing to a ton of people. And they also kept it weird enough. Where I'm sure that there are some who didn't like it because it was weird, but I thought it being weird was the icing on the cake. I'm going to give it a ten. Uh, it's a, it's a nine for me. I'm going to give it a nine. Mm. Again, I don't think it's a perfect movie. Um, it's it's a fun. I loved it. Uh, I would I definitely would watch this again. This is a for sure a stop and watch movie if it ever comes to HBO or comes on the TV at a hotel room. Um, it's a nine out of ten for me. I really liked it. Declan's the spoiler here because it's also a 10 for me. This oh, wow. movie was so entertaining. Yep. The soundtrack is hilarious. Oh, too. we didn't just talk like, about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny, man. There's so many like weird, catchy songs and it's totally a movie. It's, 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 it's funny cause it's mindless, but also really thoughtful at the same time. Yeah. So yeah, if you want a special thing, if you wanted to watch yes. it just mindlessly, totally could. If you wanted to watch it for like a little bit of societal meaning, you could, and America I would totally Farrar stop on this movie. Is also really, she's really good. She's movie. really good. Her really speech, good that speech yeah. was well done. Took oh, yeah. her forty takes, by the way, to nail that speech. Apparently, I'm sure. Um, I would love to know the reasoning of why. Why I think I know, but still, I would just love to hear the horse's mouth of why Rob Thomas and Matchbox Twenty is the Ken doll. Like, why that's yes, the Ken yeah. doll anthem. <laughs> I would so love to know. Let's push you. It's so. It's so obvious. I'm gonna sing to you with my guitar. 
I would there... honestly, <laughs> I would honestly pay to be in the writer's room to make this like what what was the five songs? I don't know why my light keeps going in and out. Uh, what were the five songs that were on the chopping block for the Ken Doll song? And why yes. was it Matchbox 20 and Rob Thomas of that one? <laughs> and every one of them was from the 90s. Yes. But between between that and the Indigo Girls song, right, which yeah, was yeah. the one that they used, those those were not surprising choices, but they were perfect. Yes, I thought they yeah, were man. perfect choices. It's <laughs> hilarious. So, all right, so that makes it a nine point seven. It's the second best rom com that we have reviewed, just behind Crazy Stupid Love. So Ryan Gosling taking the top yeah. two spots right now. He deserves it. And if uh, you want to count Eva Mendez and Hitch, he's married to Eva Mendez. So, like, Ryan Gosling's Dude. influence on this entire criteria is, is felt three, even externally. Three nines or above in the family, man. So we can get Come Ryan on talk about his training regime. I mean, we we're probably, certainly we being nice him to him. him. Yeah. Certainly being nice to him. We could probably get him on movie reviews with Mackie and Judd if we get enough uh, Apple five-star ratings. Let's make it happen. Four, four good-looking guys. That's right. You wouldn't be able to distinguish, at least from the, you know, from the chest up, anyways. I think if chisel, you know, if we had to show our abs, it might be a different. Story. Oh no, 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 we're not doing that. There we go. So this, uh, yeah, we're on hiatus for a little bit here with the movie reviews, but you can keep recommendations coming in. We'll stockpile lists, and we'll definitely uh, do another run of of movie reviews with Mackie and Judd sometime in the near future. So yeah, all right, go see Barbie. If you, I guess if you haven't seen it yet, then now you know everything that happens. But you should go see it anyways if you haven't. It's fun. See ya. Yeah.